Hello, hello, and welcome to one of today's episodes of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, and it's primarily about music and creative culture in London. Once again, my next live show is Tuesday, the 20th of August, at Road Trip and the Workshop, Saddest Night Out Live, number three, with music from Izzy, Kin Soul, Rose White and Jack and myself. That is Tuesday 20th of August at Road Trip and the Workshop on Old Street. If you go to facebook.com forward slash saddest night out, you will find more details there. On the first of today's episodes, we have a newcomer to the podcast and a relative newcomer to the open mics. His name is Benny Busy and we caught up just before the open mic at the Nelsons last night, we went into the basement once again, my unofficial office for conducting interviews. Benny has played, to my memory, three of my open mics. I first saw him last Sunday, then I saw him Wednesday in Camden and last night in Hoxton. He's a fantastic performer. The last two open mics he's done with me, he was the first person on, which can seem like a daunting position to be in. But he's the type of performer that you would love to have on first because you know he's going to be a real crowd pleaser. So on this episode, he introduces us to who Benny Busy is. And it's a really interesting story. I hope you enjoy it and I'll catch up with you more afterwards. I am back in the basement of the Nelsons. It's Thursday. We have yet to start the open mic. I'm here with a performer who I think is about to make their third appearance at one of our nights. Is that correct? Yeah, about four, four, four. Oh, four. So there was one. uh, There was last Sunday. There was last night in Camden, and then Monday. Ah, that's the one I missed. Bamboo Brothers. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, would you kindly introduce yourself to the listeners? Hi. So I'm Benny Busy. I'm a UK R&B singer songwriter. Um, Yeah, I've done. I've done. I've released a lot of records. I've done videos and all that stuff. Been in recording studios, but never took the stage. So yeah, this is me taking a stage <laughs> that was literally like your opening line when i met you and i just thought that seemed like an interesting situation to end up in so you spent a lot of time in the studio yeah, yeah. on that side of things but yeah. never really on the stage nah. was that deliberate no. no it's just i was just going with the flow so i was in studios and i would meet song i'll write i'll meet singers mm-hmm. and end up working with them for a long time and then through working with them other people come along and then other people come along and other people come along and before you know it, it's like you've done three years or four years in a studio doing like 10 albums for like different emerging artists and stuff and you meet their managers their publishers all that stuff but yeah. you know some stuff get released some don't but i was literally just like the studio like wow. <laughs> songwriter vocal arranger slash you know yeah 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 so how did you get in the studio in the first place um so I, w- I went to uni, um, Ealing Studios. Um, I went to uni at Thames Valley University in West London, and they have Ealing Studios as their base for where the students would go and you know record and learn how to produce and stuff. So I, I, I became one of the sh- um, studio technicians while studying music as well. Yeah. So through that, yeah. So yeah. So when did you that, first that decide? That gave me the access. Yeah, that's, that fun, that's fantastic. Access. Yeah, that gave me the access. So when did you first decide to study music? Were you, was it a passion and then you thought, let me take the, the school route? <laughs> right, he's trying to make me go. You're no, trying to make me go let's, back. Let's get deep, let's get deep. Yes, right? <laughs> you are trying to make me go back. Let me put my phone on do not disturb. Right, let's do this. Right, okay, 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 okay. I was a grime artist okay. initially mm-hmm. and that all started from school. Writing in lyric books and all that stuff and well, books, English maths books, but turning it into lyric books and just writing, releasing like 
pirate pirate radio stations channel aka just just grime artist right like doing that like in different crews like your boy better knows with jme and skeptar um working with like wretch 32 scorchar all those kind of like names and doing that at that point i didn't even know i was going to uni i thought like definitely music channel you tv just keep take the stage but didn't happen didn't happen so that was so that's that's my story of being a grime artist and then went to uni from there and actually i didn't even get into uni because i had like great music grades it was just based on the fact that god this kid is driven like he's got like three eps he's done videos he's they, they were like right we'll just put you on a foundation course and start from there wow and literally that's where it began so you start off doing grime yeah is there an older sibling that introduces nope. you to it is it no nope. just that's just a, your product of your environment that those days it was garage then it was grime it was dizzy rascal it was wiley it was Boy Better Know it was Oxide and Neutrino so solid it was those that era so even before you started did you already know music was the thing and then grime was the the quickest access to music so I so I guess my parents church piano choirs all that stuff Uh music that that I was always there every every week so that that was was that was my intro to it and obviously parents playing like vinyl records of like you know the oldies and Michael Jackson's and Whitney Houston's and all those guys so did all that but in the environment I grew up in Tottenham you can't really be that guy singing on like the streets (laughs) while everybody's while everybody's like being gangster and whatever (laughs) so so grime had to be the I had to I had to play a role basically I had to play that part for a while and I did and, and when you say didn't happen, what were you hoping would happen? And when did you just decide? Because it sounds like, yeah, like you said yourself, you were yeah. driven. Yeah, I was. So I was there a point where you thought, okay, let's take this drive in a different direction? Just, just years of doing it and not really like, even though you were on TV and you were on radio stations, just not really getting like that label attraction or money. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, well, what's going on? This is such an endless like cycle of just yeah. like repetitive. So it was like, let's try uni and let's like see what that's like and I, and I applied I didn't think I was going to get in I didn't have you know music grades I didn't think I was going to get in and so maybe that was my little trickle from you know the gods you know like yeah. I'll give you this as a you know <laughs> like go and then that opens up new avenues and yeah so I got I left Tottenham went to Ealing did four years in Ealing just in those studios man and that's the thing once I got once I got a whiff of those studios it was yeah. like oh man you just gave me like I don't know like toys you know so <laughs> yeah. I literally just I just fell in love I fell in love with it like I was in a studio every day Roy like like I didn't go home like I literally you could book it overnight like I literally stayed till the next morning whoa yeah and I would go because you only go uni what two three days yeah and then the other days I was literally in studios so what were you doing there? Working your own stuff? Just learning how to use the mixing decks, learning how to use Logic Pro, Pro Tools, learning how to record, like, mm-hmm. and then brought other people in. Everything I learned, I needed people to, you know, experiment, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, so, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, so I met singers and I wrote for them and recorded them, mixed them, did albums, EPs, and just put it out, just put everything out. Wow. Yeah, and some of them got picked up by, you know, DJs who play their stuff on radio, some of them got picked up by managers and... Yeah, and I, but I, but then this, but then then I was the background because I was now the guy that I wasn't the forefront anymore. Do yeah, you know you're what facilitating I mean? everyone yeah, else. Yeah, so I was facilitating it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I did that for about four years, and then eventually I was like, right. So I was an artist, grammar artist. Nothing really came. Mm-hmm. Then I was the guy facilitating everything, but I'm still not getting paid, and labels are not. Yeah, I'm just gonna go back to trying to be an artist, but this time I was singing. And then I I, I thought to look, let's start singing let's do that because I was writing for other people so let's try and see what it's like to sing one of your own songs and put it out and I did that and that got so much attention 
so much response that it was literally like another trickle from the gods. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, then it was like, cool, let's try. Then, then I ran with that and I've run with it ever since then. Right. So yeah. how long had you been recording as Benny Busy? Like how long have you been doing as, that? As, as the, the Benny, Busy, Benny Busy, the singer. Uh-huh. Maybe, so maybe four years, in, four years while at uni. Mm-hmm. Um, then I took a break. I left to uni. Um, didn't, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with the qualifications. You kind of think you go uni, you do a music degree, you're going to end up working at Sony. Yeah. Like it doesn't happen that way. No, it it really doesn't. Like you're just left after uni with your qualification confused at home. Like <laughs> what's, what's next? Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah. So um, I, got into, I went into teaching actually for four years. I went to teach um, disabled children with autism and ADHD. Um, and then picked up the guitar actually two years after doing that. And through the guitar and like singing again in my room and all that stuff then I start I built I have my own home studio with a logic and just the iMac and speakers mm-hmm. and I just started to kind of self-produce but this time it was working on me yeah because it wasn't a recording studio it was my home like in my room and like this guitar and this computer yeah. so I worked on me so much like learned that guitar practiced my voice um, learned how to use logic produce beats and I just started doing my own stuff and that that's literally and then this is where I'm at now yeah. of like right you've been doing your own stuff you've put some stuff out let's try the live circuit and see what that's like so once you realise I should probably like get my sea legs on a stage yeah. I'm guessing you search for open mics you figure like, yeah, you start yeah, yeah. I was on Facebook I was on groups just looking at you know acoustic nights in London came across UK open mic um, open night um, mic nights yeah, yeah and then like I didn't book the first time because I and this is the thing because I've been in my room just yeah. in my room so I'm not ready for like I don't know what this feels like I remember looking at that reserve your slot <laughs> button I did not click it like I, I spent like two weeks just looking at it did not click it I swear I was like nah and then you guys put that thing that says if you do not attend you'll be classed as a no show and I was like oh my goodness <laughs> I don't want to be a no show like, I just felt like I'll be blacklisted so I was like oh. nah I can't click that button I can't uh-huh. click that button just like anxious and then that Sunday came I did the Baker Street one um, I think the host was Brandon and that day I, yeah, I literally booked on that day for that day yeah and I went just did just, two songs one original yeah, did, one cover just yet yeah, one original one song one cover and I did two songs so and I, I remember did, shaking yeah. and just yeah. being nervous and like doubt and stuff but yeah did two songs it went well and um, here I am keeping at it four, keeping at it four, I've done four now Literally did the Sunday, then did the Monday, then did I think Sunday again, and then yeah. did Tuesday yesterday and Wednesday. So actually, I've done five now. Wow, yeah, done five. And are you taken to it the same way you took to? It does it remind you of when you first started recording? Like, there's a yeah, lot you so need to actually, learn. You might be right. Yeah, so I am taking to it because now this is giving me that same fascination of when I started recording when I was in my room with that guitar again. It's like another trickle. It's like right, this is a different path, but. Yeah. you know it's another one where I, I love it like I, 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 I'm enjoying it so much because it's I love growth and I love anything that's going to let me grow and keep learning and this lets me do that because you know you know now I'm like okay um, it's playing playing the guitar and singing that's a new thing for me it's not it's not two separate things it's one it's, yeah. it's one thing that you need to kind of hone and it, it takes a while to get used to that and that's something I'm willing to learn and keep practicing and my voice as well like just like you know using a microphone and literally like it's, it's different from a recording studio yeah. you know it's a smaller space it's just recording into a computer here there's a big stage there's an audience they might be talking they might be singing happy birthday behind you you yeah. know but you just kind of <laughs> gotta like get on with it and um yeah yeah and it's helping me build more confidence um so it looks like that drive has never left you. It's found new avenues to yeah, go, but yeah, it's still there. Yeah, it keeps on morphing. 
yeah. like, taking different shapes. So where do you want it to take you next? Um, I don't know. And I quite like the mystery in that. But I do know that I just want it to be where I'm happy doing it. Um, I feel like I'm growing and perhaps some success, whether that's paying bigger venues and actually act for it for a change, making some money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, getting okay, bigger yeah. opportunities. Um, that's, that's, that's it, man. Like, I'm not trying to be the next Jay-Z, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the next Adele or Sherrod. I'm just trying to, yeah, just, 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 yeah, just get somewhere. So in the meantime, where can people find you online to keep track and see what's happening? Um, so I'm on, I use Instagram cra- like every day, like you'll probably put like 20 stories a day. Like I use Instagram crazy. Um, so Instagram at Benny Busy, B-I-Z-Z-I-E. Because I had a spree of people calling me Benny Bizzle. Oh, it's not Benny Bizzle. No. I'm not related to Lethal Bizzle. No. There's no Bizzle, okay? It's busy, okay? And that just comes from like the fact that I've got a busy mind and I like to keep moving and keep busy. So that's, that's all that's about. Yeah, and I'm on Facebook as well. Benny Busy, I've got my website, bennybusy.co.uk. So, yeah. Fantastic. Benny, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's a great thank you for the opportunity. Well. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Cheers. Thank you. And that was that. Thank you so much, Benny, for your time. It's been great having you at the open mics. Your performances are fantastic. Also, a particular thanks for all of the videos that you post on Instagram. I think he mentioned in the episode that he you can find him on Instagram at Benny Busy, not Bizzle, Busy, and that he is always on there posting stories. He's posted quite a few of me recently. So if you've never been to one of my open mics and you're curious about what I'm like as a host... I'd recommend checking out his Instagram profile and his stories in the next 24 hours anyway, because I don't know if he'll be at my next one and Instagram stories only last so long. But I really appreciate him taking videos of what I do as well as what he does, because what he does is fantastic. I already know my dad is going to love this episode because there is a lot about Benny's story that will remind him of me. I also went to university to study engineering in a studio. I also was completely bowled over when I arrived and saw that was an actual studio there that I'd get to use. I also spent a lot of time in the studio, but I did not have the drive that Benny clearly illustrates here because my time in the studio was met with a lot of frustration I didn't bring in other people to work with them and to get better. I kept working by myself, kept getting frustrated when things didn't work out the way I wanted, and then I was quick to quit. So it's almost some sort of twisted mirror that I am looking in when I hear Benny talk about his story. I also didn't do something as wholesome as working with special needs children either. That that was... I mean, like... How could you not fall in love with Benny Busy? If you didn't already fall in love with him from seeing his performance on stage, hearing him talk about his story here, I mean, vote Benny Busy is basically what I'm saying. And as he mentioned, Benny Busy on Instagram, and he does have some music on Spotify. And I got to pull my favourite move at the open mic, which is to hear Benny play his single more. And then as soon as he finished... I queued it up on my jukebox, essentially, my phone Spotify. So once he finished and I unplugged his guitar, etc., I put on the house music and it was his song playing. It was, it, I always love moments like that. And like he said, I too like to see growth. I like to see a performer who maybe comes for the first time and you can see the nerves, but they fight through that. They keep coming and they get stronger and stronger on the stage. I'd like to think that happened to me. I can definitely see it happening to Benny. And yeah, I 
our paths definitely diverged. I mean, for starters, I never really got into grime, but I definitely did go to university to pursue music, and I definitely know the feeling of... I didn't even finish my degree, I dropped out, so already our paths diverged there. But I know that feeling of having that experience in the studio, and then afterwards thinking, well, now what? And I'm really glad that Benny, somewhat similar to Honey, who I spoke to on episode number honey was actually there the sunday night when i first saw benny perform as well that was the same sunday so honey episode 204 also went through an an episode a season where she fell out of love or maybe not out of love but just stepped away from music and performing but eventually found her way back to it i'm really glad benny was able to find his way back as well and i hope for nothing but the best for him with his drive and his ambition he's already shown that he has what it takes to adapt to whatever environment he's in and thrive and thrive is all i see him continuing to do so thank you very much benny i'll post links to where you can find him online in the notes for this episode as for myself last night i promised myself i would start on time i would finish on time and yet i still managed to get home after 1 a.m so boy am i still tired today but i'd do it again in a heartbeat for performances like benny's it's absolutely worth it i've got one more episode coming out later today which is another conversation from this open mic and once again my next live show is tuesday the 20th of august at road trip and the workshop with izzy kin soul and rose white and jack go to facebook.com forward slash saddest night out to find out more maybe as i continue to record these episodes i might manage to tap into some of that drive some of that ambition some of that tenacity that benny busy has illustrated today and we'll see where that takes me and hopefully you'll see where that takes benny as well thank you once again benny thank you all for listening feel free to reach out tell me what you think tell me if you think there's any people i've interviewed in the past that i should try to connect anyone who you have seen have similar stories and you think could be interesting together saddest night out at gmail.com or on all social media at saddest night out all as one word otherwise that's all from me i'll catch you on the next one take care